Somebody date us cause we're getting really lonely Is it our personalities where we just had the homely? You swipe left then I swipe right Sitting on my couch at night Hoping that I get a match only to be ghosted fast When you're the only one still single Hey baby, can I get your number? Um, no So you write this stupid jingle To say somebody please date us Guys, I've been binging Euphoria on is HBO. It is about, I guess, the everyday lives of high school high schoolers nowadays. And oh it's, my god, I would love that. It's fascinating, and I think they do a really good job of whoever whoever the writers are. They I think they kind of nailed it because the language is just so teen. Do they use nowadays. like this is lit? I think they actually do. There's a girl who sounds just like that. And she's like, this is lit. Um, and they, there's a lot of drugs. There's a lot of sex. There's just a lot of, um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just, it's all very fascinating. Is it scary at all? Um, yes. Why yeah, is it like, scary? Because you, it's just crazy the shit that these kids get themselves like caught up in. Like, but is it realistic? I think it is. It's realistic, mm-hmm. but I think it's it's very much embellished. Like I don't think it would have ever happened at my high school. However, I can see if you lived in the city or you went to a high school that was really big in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, don't forget this is this is California where right. it takes place. Mm-hmm. So it's fascinating. The OC, well, not quite the, the OC. OC was kind of impractical. Like that was did, absolutely they did some, like, impractical. Wild things there, and I was like, I didn't do this in high school. Um, well, no. at my high school, we totally had prostitutes. So, like, wait, what? Not... <laughs> yeah, you see, so it is real. Wait, what students do you that were prostitutes. It's what? Sorry, students that were prostitutes. Yeah, that were literally Aww. like getting oh, money no. to do services. Yeah, like to the other students or outside yeah, of school. To, to other students. <gasps> Whoa! What, what students have money for prostitutes? They probably weren't charging a lot. Yeah, mm. exactly. You weren't paying. Yeah, you weren't charging as much $2. as like. It's just honestly, if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. I was apprehensive at the beginning. I have HBO. But, uh, I'll hook you up. It's all good. Oh, ooh, and it wow. has a really good soundtrack too. Bangers. Oh, Actually, yeah. Drake and Future are the executive producers on the show. Random. So, huh. yeah, I don't know. Give it a go, guys. Even the cinematography is fantastic. So, highly recommend. Perfect. Wow. Somebody date us. The podcast where you could get. TV show recommendations. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> All right. Well, hi, everyone. And thank you so much for tuning in on this beautiful or gross Wednesday morning. I'm not sure what the weather's like when this is going to air. <laughs> it's a Sal. It's Lauren. And it's Carly. Um, and as always, we're kicking things off with why we're single this week. So, Lauren, why are you single this week? So, I mean, this isn't exactly this week. It was quite a few weeks ago now, I guess. But um, I had a guy who we kind of matched around Halloween. And so I had asked him if he had he had went to a party or anything on Halloween weekend. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, what do you dress up as? And he sent me a photo. Um, I had no idea what he was. Like, it looked really good, but I didn't know what it was. So I asked him and he was like, have you never, you haven't ever seen uh, the Avengers? And I was like, I have, but I just don't know what, like, I don't, I don't know the characters of it. Like, I didn't like religiously follow it. And um, he unmatched me. (laughs) Mike's like, Mike's like, I would do the same. I know. I was like, Mike, are you sure this wasn't you? (laughs) 
I'm like, okay, sorry. Mike's like shaking his head. Like, so I'm single because people apparently care about this shit nowadays. I'm like, I don't. I'm like, I don't like. Sorry, I didn't understand what your Halloween costume was. Like, I would gladly watch these movies with someone, but like, I just am single, and so I don't choose to watch that kind of movie by myself. Yeah, he just wants to date someone who. Is equally as obsessed date with yeah. the Avengers. Well, yeah, he hello. wants to date Mike. <laughs> Pardon me. Or, sorry, and Carly. Are you, like, obsessed with the Avengers? Like, I've seen it. Carly loves superhero movies. Do yeah. you not know this? I love that shit. That's okay, my Okay, well, I found your soulmate. He unmatched me. Don't remember his name, so good luck. <laughs> well, I'll just be looking for... Do you, do you even know what character it was? It was the one with, like, the big arms and, like, the veins Hulk? sticking out. <laughs> Okay, well, that's, was like, all of them, so <laughs> tell me more. What color was his costume? Four? Like, did he have a hammer? Purpley? I, guys, I, I he probably just did. I don't remember. He deleted it so he quickly. He probably did a horrible job at his costume, and that's why you don't know. <laughs> it looked good if I had known what he was. I guess. Oh, okay. So. Well, I was trying to help okay. you out there. Anyways, <laughs> well, anyway, so. Oh, unless he was Thanos, purple. I don't know. Oh, maybe that sounds familiar. Maybe. Yeah. Well, then he's a bad guy, or he's a good guy in some people's eyes. I don't know, but we're not gonna. This isn't a Marvel yeah. podcast. Yeah, I'm already so. bored. <laughs> I'll live a little. Um, so, okay. So, you know what? I'm I'm going to kind of piggyback on while you're single this okay. week. I'm single this week for a similar reason. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I did the unmatching. So, I was chit-chatting for a while with this guy. And when we connected, we were on vacation. We were both traveling. And... Um, when we both got back to Toronto, I said, hey, like, why don't we take this off the app? We can start texting. He's like, no response. I'm like, okay, well, first of all, how dare you? Um, but uh, he ended up, sorry, that totally threw me off. Mike, you never take photos, and I love this. Um, <laughs> I was just so shocked. Um, but he, as soon as I was about to, like, unmatch him, because I was, like, clearing up my bumble, I'm like, well, mm-hmm. it's been two days, and you haven't responded. Like, I'm just going to clear it. And then he responded right back to me and he's like, hey, get in my life, girl. Here's my number. Get in my life, girl. Yeah. And I was like, okay, (laughs) chill. And I messaged him the next day and he never messaged me back. What the fuck? Why would he even give you his number? I don't know. Some people are just fucked in the head. Like, there's no explanation. (laughs) They're just fucked. So that was just kind of like, like, I don't know, like punch to the gut mm-hmm. anyway but it shouldn't fine. be because there's clearly something wrong with him <laughs> like I who mean, does that who just right? is like oh here's message my number me, message me and then ghosts you yeah and before people think like he was like maybe he was too good for you no okay first of all no <laughs> no <laughs> no um so that's all i'm gonna say about that <laughs> so there you go Asel. um why should you be single this week <laughs> all right so i should be single because I shed more than a husky. Like, my hair is everywhere all the time. And, Carly, you know how you were saying how you you don't want to date someone with a dog because of, like, the hair issue? Yes. You'll never want to live with me because my hair is everywhere. So, the other day, um, JB... <laughs> I still find it so weird. I know, I always forget the name. I'm like, JB. right, right. He comes out of the bathroom and he's like, your hair is wrapped around my dick. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's what happens when you date me. A little piece of me is wrapped around you at all times. Before so. you got here tonight, Carly and I were literally talking about how much hair, hair we lose. So, oh moment. my god, that's mm-hmm. funny. Very timely. Yeah. Perfect. So, well, yeah, you're not the only one. 
Um, okay, so let's get into today's episode. Um, we're talking about all things R-rated. <laughs> What's new? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but we have a few things on our agenda. We're going to kind of like bounce all over the place this episode, but I promise it will be worth it. Um, but to kick things off, I want to talk a bit about we all went to a workshop um, this last week at a sex store called Good For Her in Toronto. It's been around since 1997, which is like unheard of for a Toronto business because everything is so expensive that everything shuts down within like a day of opening. Uh, (laughs) So this workshop was called Bigger, Better, and Multiples Orgasms for Women. And Mike couldn't come because it literally says for women in the title. So sorry, Mike. Um, And I can't have multiple orgasms. (laughs) But like we didn't know what to expect. We didn't know what types of people were going to be there. In my head before I was like, are they going to like actually demonstrate people having orgasms like in front of us? I don't know. Um... (laughs) And it ended up being so great. And, like, we've already talked about going to more workshops because I feel like we just learned so much. And it was just such, like, a empowering, liberating experience. Yeah. Perfectly put. <laughs> yeah. So what did you guys think of the workshop? What did you learn? Yeah. I, I actually – so, once again, I, I went there with very little expectations. I didn't necessarily know what we were going to be learning about or talking about for three hours um it was so long i remember like getting there i'm like okay so it's gonna end at oh it's gonna end at 10 cool um but let me tell you like i actually was pleasantly surprised i had a great time um the setting itself was just so comfortable all of the women there were awesome like the, the, the group of women that came together the energy that was in that room was fantastic and everybody was just very open and progressive. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, we're obviously not allowed to say kind of the people that were there or their experiences, but I can honestly say there are some very unique relationships, um, people there for all different reasons. We actually started off the workshop going around, um, talking about you know just to kind of break the ice they wanted to know like why why you're here if any questions that you have what do you want to learn just so that um our the facilitator could actually speak to the things that you're here for uh i loved it i learned a lot i mean it was informational it uh it was graphic it was um, (laughs) okay back up on the graphic like they literally just like all of a sudden she was like Okay, I'm going to show you some videos. Don't worry. They're, like, not porny, but they're, like, sensitive porny. subject ma- manner. That's literally <laughs> yeah. what she said. And I was like, okay. I, like, no idea what to expect. She puts, like, all of a sudden up on the projector. is like, like, widespread, like, here's a vagina. Nice. <laughs> like, paused on the screen behind me. I'm like, all right. Okay. And they were, like, videos from the 70s, which oh. made it even better because they were so like, funny because just, like, the people they were interviewing just Early were, like, 90s. They, they were, like, mid-90s. <laughs> yeah, I'd say, I'd say mid-90s. Let's say they were, like, oh, but they were, like, evidently yes. dated. Yes. Like, they had yeah. big hair. Like, just, like, they were just, you But the tell. information wasn't Yeah, the information was, like, it was, was great. So it was educational. Just, I, I liked it better that they were, like, because it reminded me of, like, science class when you're, like, in school and they, mm-hmm. like, show you these videos from, like, God knows when but they're like informative and yeah you just we basically just saw a lot of vaginas and a lot of women orgasming but not but from like for the most part from doing it themselves or with a vibrator with like a coach coaching them through it um yeah okay well back up on the coach part because people are like what are you talking about so part of the videos there was actually this woman and i i wish i remembered her name but she's she's known as like the godmother of female masturbation 
She's a and sex therapist. She's a sex yeah. therapist. She's fantastic. And she was teaching women how to have better orgasms. And, and these are women who uh, still maybe, she called it like the childish way to masturbate, where you kind of like on your stomach, you're kind of like quiet, you're tensing up. And she basically took this woman, she made her, she's like, okay, or show me what you do to orgasm. And you just saw this woman going at it. And then she basically said, okay, this is what you're going to do now. And she showed her a completely different way to pleasure herself and the joy on this woman's face. <laughs> I, I was like, it. But it was, and she was, she was there. She was like holding like the magic wand on her clitoris. And like, it was just honestly, like in the beginning, I'm like, whoa, this is, this is a lot, but I'm not uncomfortable, mm-hmm. which is like very, it was very, it was like a very nice and formal, like like yeah. video um but I'm so pissed off i wasn't there <laughs> it was, it was, they have like, men's workshops too mike you can go they to know, but i want to know about the woman <laughs> and it was fantastic and i love the fact that you, like to your point lauren she paused at certain parts and explained um bits of the female anatomy yeah which mm-hmm. you never like i the whole time i was just thinking like i i feel like it would be controversial to teach children how to orgasm and sex ed in school but just the concept of like your body like they don't Mm -hmm. teach you that kind of stuff they just make you label a penis and vagina and they don't teach you how any of it works they don't teach you like how to actually like enjoy sex and like so you literally grew up being like I don't even know where any of these parts are on my body like yeah like so uh, for the first time ever I heard of the vestibular bulbs is that did I say it right did you guys know what that was before before going into this workshop yeah I had no idea so I was like when I went home that night I was like looking it up I was looking at photos of it because the the photo that she showed or yeah Carly's actually holding it up yeah I literally have a diagram in front of me Um, but I wanted to see a real life so, like, please let me know. It's, it's, okay, so it's in between the... You could look at the diagram if you need it. Yeah. Oh, my I don't know off, like, so the, the I know, it's... Yeah, so the, vestib- uh, so the vestibular bulbs, they're actually located um, just uh, around your clitoris and around, like, your vaginal opening. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just underneath there. So um, it's a very sensitive area. It's an erogenous zone. So mm-hmm. when you start stimulating that yep. area... Um, it equals more female pleasure. And that's a that's an area and a region that we so often forget about. Slash didn't, had, even, didn't know even know. About, but that makes sense that because it existed. Because rubbing and mm-hmm. you know when you think about it, when you when it's you rub connected. and like dry humping and even just like, you know, like having like, you know, when you're when you are having sex and your body parts are coming together, having that pressure there feels really good. And now I know that they're called the vestibular. <laughs> well, and, and that was, I i don't know, it might have got all of our parts mixed up, but that's what she was saying that when, like, it feels too intense on your clit or something, mm-hmm. that's where you yes. rub because it yes, always naturally said. feels good there. Yeah. Yes. Like, oh. so no matter what you do, it will always feel good there and it will never feel like too much. Like, you're, when you're yeah. touching your clit and it's like the next next level and you feel like it's too much to handle mm-hmm. um which i was like that's very interesting it was very interesting it's like oh i need to balance out go to that area yeah like, okay I'm exactly yeah like, yeah step and my game up yeah mike just learned something yeah <laughs> and i feel like we'll give you our, our notes after mike yeah, please. but i feel like also um what i learned a lot about was like mindfulness and like mm. i know they actually do a whole workshop on mindfulness this was just like a little taste test i guess but like just how much when she showed us like examples of like what people naturally do when you're about to orgasm and like you tense up and like how to like 
not tense up and relax and get through it and allow your orgasm to like last longer and be more enjoyable like I'm totally a person that tenses Mm, up and breathing breathing techniques your body just naturally does it right yeah so um yeah like I feel like that's something I'm gonna take to the bedroom and work on (laughs) yeah and so so on that mindfulness uh point though Mm -hmm. she also she gave us a lot of really great tips to kind of stay concentrated during sex and um how to stay in touch with your body and with your partner do you guys remember any of that anything that she said yes because one of them was something i've said on this podcast before that my therapist taught me about when i'm having like anxiety attacks is to like Think of five, like think of your five senses yes. and be like, okay, this is like X amount of things I smell, hear, see, like, so mm-hmm. your your brain is occupied from being like, oh my God, am I like making a funny face? Am I, do I smell weird? Do I do that? Like, you know, mm-hmm. like where your brain kind of just goes off on a trail. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I've learned that before. Not related to sex though. And I never thought to use it in sex. So I'm not having an anxiety attack. But it's sex. such a transferable skill yeah. because when you start thinking about these when you're when you're so caught up in the day to day your day to day life, whether it's work, your personal life, it's true. So just think of your surroundings, like what Lauren said. What what do you see? What do you smell? What do you feel? Concentrate on exactly what is happening, mm-hmm. and it'll bring you right back. It really helps center you when you practice this technique. Um, and I've I've definitely been practicing that ever since the workshop, and it does make a very big difference. Mm-hmm. You just become so much more in tune with your body and yourself. So mindfulness, big one. You're present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like a hard thing for everyone, I feel like. No, for sure. But I, I find it kind of interesting what you said, like breathing techniques. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. like when you're in the moment, like, I don't know, I have to remind myself too. It's just like, just be aware of everything that's going mm-hmm. on. Because yeah. when you're feeling really good and everything's feeling good, you kind of want to go like bang, 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 bang. But like to slow down. Yeah, slow down, take it in breathe. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, and yeah, like, so I think we're actually talking about that before. Like one way to kind of like, if you are, you know, you are having sex and you are, you know, it feels good. We so often tense up Mm -hmm. and we kind of, we don't listen to our body, but we should be relaxing. So the moment you feel your body tense up, just kind of like relax and drop everything and just breathe. And you know what? If you sound weird breathing, it doesn't matter. That's hot. That's sexy. Your partner loves to hear it. And when you like what Asal said about the breathing techniques, it's the technique is just breathe. Breathe. (laughs) It's honestly just breathing. It's, it's, it was a game changer. Just no one, not, not everyone has to moan or make all these like Mm -hmm. crazy noises, but breathing, it is, it makes a huge difference when you're trying to um, orgasm. Yeah. And as someone that, like I've said it before on the podcast, it's not like easy for me to have an orgasm, mainly with like a partner. Obviously, my womanizer does the trick most of the time. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I feel like I just took away so many things. And I like I was doing the same thing, like Googling things. And mm-hmm. I was like so interested in like to do more workshops so I could learn more. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it. There, everyone goes through these points in their lives where it's like when you're in their early 20s, you're like too embarrassed to talk about this stuff and ask about this stuff because it's just the way we're raised. And then you hit a point where we're like almost 30 and it's like, well, we should be having orgasms all the time. Like we should be having good sex. And so I feel like it was just like very empowering. Mm-hmm. And like, like you said, just like such a mix of people there for all sorts of different reasons. And like everyone, no one was judging anyone. Everyone was so vulnerable and I was just like, I just, I felt so good after I left there. Yeah. Like, 
I did too. Another thing that I thought was like super interesting that we learned was um, where the G spots actually located oh, yeah. and how. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> know either. But there was the one video. I don't know if you guys remember. Mike. What did he do? That's right. Mike just looked at. Him, he just looks at me. He shakes his head and goes, "I know." <laughs> So it was really interesting in that video where um, she it was like a close up of the vagina mm-hmm. and she like they opened up the vagina and the camera like went in. <laughs> Do you guys remember? And it was. Of yeah, course. Yeah. How could, I forget? How could you forget? Um, and it showed exactly where it was and what it looked like because mm-hmm. she was the girl that was um spread open spread open she was very aroused so you could like very much Yo, see the it was engorged the, it was engorged that was the word i was looking for and um so yeah and then how she was saying it's only really located now correct me if i'm wrong did she say um one and a half inches to yeah. two inches yeah, it's like inside? very shallow that's what so i was saying people so always think you need to like she was saying like, you know, gonna do like so intense and like go in and like hard and it's like no, no, you just need like, to just you hardly like even have to go in. It's yeah, right there. and yeah. like so people with micro penises is like my initial thought was like oh, people with micro penises like have a chance <laughs> in life, you know, to like I'm pretty sure because I was sitting next to a cell. I'm pretty sure you said that to me. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Like, oh, micro penises. She's like, have she's a like, chance. Oh, look at this. I'm like, yes, bitch, yes. <laughs> no, because I always feel bad for people yeah. with micro penises. You know. But you know, you can yeah. still get that G spot. You know what? In my head, though, like when people spoke of like a G spot, and maybe this is just like me, like having no idea about my own anatomy. But like, I just didn't really think there was a literal G spot. Like, yes, I've people have touched me there, and it has felt good. But like, I never like thought of it Correlated as like, it yeah, it. like yeah. this is my G spot. Like, I, I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, and she even said that she's like, people always just think it's like this like thing of your imagination. Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, mm-hmm. I feel like we learned so much. Guys. I know. But I also feel like we should move on. Absolutely. But I will just say, so if you are wondering like how to uh, get your partner to access your G-spot, just have him always trying to aim for your belly button. Yes. Mm-hmm. So once he's inside of you, um, always try and get, just always aim for the, the belly button because your G-spot is located um, upwards and inwards towards your uh, belly button. So just something to keep in mind. Don't Depending go on the size deep. of your dude, be careful with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, well your G spot like... is very shallow. So no, no, no. Just... It, it's just the direction that you yeah. should be going. Yeah. Sure. So don't right? aim yeah. towards the tailbone, she said. Yeah. Aim towards the belly yeah. button. So it doesn't mean like go all the way to your belly button. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> some people get turned on, and some people, that's an erogenous zone for them is the cervix. The cervix. Yeah. yeah. But some people are like, don't you fucking dare go anywhere near yeah. that area. Well, in doggy style, it's main, It's very deep, she was mm-hmm. saying, how yeah. a lot of people like... Yeah, don't that, enjoy it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Unless you like it go, touching your cervix. The, especially it, doggy style, like on the male penis, <laughs> there's, a, like, there's a little part at the bottom of the shaft that kind of... I don't know. It's uh, it's like a little bit of like a, a hill, like a little bit of a groove mm-hmm. that can also hit the G spot as well. So yeah, for sure, doggy style is is about like how deep you can go in, but also there is that little mm. natural part of the male anatomy that can also hit the G spot. Mm. So. The thing is, is I feel like you should just explore Absolutely. with your partner and not feel selfish or scared to. Like, try different things. If That's it doesn't the work, then whatever, right? Like, I just feel like I know I'm not the best at being vocal in the bedroom. And, like, I feel like 
I don't know. After that workshop, I just felt a lot more like motivated. And, and yeah, and also like educated to be yeah, like, okay, yeah. like I know what to like, like bring up or like say, mm-hmm. you know, like so. And, and just one thing before we maybe mm-hmm. transition off of what we learned, um, how important it is to actually exercise your muscles that are located Ooh, yeah. um, near know. your vagina. So kegels are king ladies. You can actually get weights to kind of help you uh strengthen your muscles but at the end of the day um you should be doing anywhere between 100 and 300 per day um i know it sounds like a lot but honestly it's they're so easy to do and the biggest tip that i took away it's you it's it's you're basically using the muscles that you would use to like urinate i suppose Mm -hmm. yeah hold a pn um but really try and isolate that feeling because oftentimes you're engaging your thighs, like your inner thighs and your abdomen. So really try and just focus on the muscles. Just think of it as like a giant muscle that starts like at the beginning, like at your, from your tailbone to your belly button and really focus on that area. I'm doing it right now. I'm trying to, but then I always, I always do my thighs too. Like it's very hard for me to isolate those muscles. I'm doing it right now. I can isolate those. I think I need some of those weights. Yeah. Know and they were heavy. Are. Yeah, they, they were, were really very heavy. But I feel like, you know what? If it's going to strengthen your pelvic floor and help you in the long run, I mean, worth it. Worth, worth it. Let's get penny. some weights for our badges. Okay. Can I also just say, like, I'm sure. really happy that you guys did this and you oh. walked away with, like, so much information. Do, like, are you could proud? we teach a sex workshop with our <laughs> information? That Would our listeners want that? Yeah. Would you guys want us to? But no, but for real, because it's like what you're saying, like, you guys aren't taught this at all, really, like, no, at school or not. anything else. So it's, um, it's great that there is an environment that you can feel safe in and that you can learn about your bodies, uh, especially among other, other women as well. So, no, I think this is awesome. This is good. And there's Thanks, a big Mike. difference between, like, yeah. someone, like, being in a room with other human beings and, like, mm-hmm. Googling it on your computer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> like, I just feel like it's just you learn more. You feel yeah. like you're like, okay, I am normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, all yeah. right. Hmm. Absolutely. And, like, the title of the, the workshop was bigger longer sorry bigger better multiples. multiples yeah um also i just kind of just share like the multiple orgasms yeah, like that she, i just think it's very important to share because as women we are very fortunate that we are able to orgasm multiple times which yeah. is fantastic i know mike is pissed um but i think that one thing to keep in mind uh, i mean you're going to have two orgasms you have the vaginal and you have the clitoral orgasm and both are very, very different. And I love the way that she phrased it in the workshop. But essentially, you have the clitoral orgasm, which is more, you really feel it. It's more like a, when I think of it, I think of it as being like sparky. Does that make sense? Like, it's, yeah, like, it's a little so. bit more like sparky. And then when you have like a vaginal orgasm, it's more like, like, like down to earth. Like, oh, like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's something else. It's, they're so different. Like they're similar, but there's different in both ways. And I think it's really cool that like within like, you know, like a five minute window, you can experience two orgasms using two different erogenous zones. Like, I think that's fascinating, but I've obviously, no matter where um, like if you are um, having an orgasm because of stimulation that is happening in your genital area, uh, the, vis- the vestibular bulbs. <laughs> it's, um, it's a very hard word to say. Um, they're your go-to. So one thing I loved learning here was because after a woman 
comes, she's very sensitive down there. And in order to kind of get back into the groove of things, you can actually just kind of massage um, the vestibular bulbs. Mm -hmm. And that will also lead to like another orgasm. It'll help you kind of center you and bring you back down. Crazy. Intense. Absolutely. So that's just something to keep in mind. Um, I just thought that was like a really great tip. Um, may have tried it out. It may have worked. So just this like is a real life <laughs> review, folks. So just yeah, like next time you're with your partner, just give it a go and have fun with it, and just just allow yourself to feel things in other areas that you might not necessarily have paid any attention to before yeah so and once again if you don't know where your vestibular bulbs are google them but they're essentially just like around like your vaginal opening mm-hmm. yeah so much information like we can so, keep talking forever yeah, i could we are gonna move on but i'm gonna just say like later in this episode we're talking about um how we are going to the everything to do with sex show and this sex shop we went and did this workshop at we'll be at that show and they will be doing like mini sessions of this exact workshop on one of the stages so just another reason to attend but before we talk about that i want to talk about some weird headlines that i've read lately <laughs> oh my gosh i know right. exactly where this is going <laughs> i know oh, I don't. Oh, what is it okay so the ti thing okay that's not oh. one of them but you, oh. let's talk about the ti thing <laughs> oh we're on it <laughs> Okay, so if you Yuck. horrifying, Holy so shit. If, if, yeah. if you if you if you have social media, if you're a human who has access to internet, you probably heard that Ti came out on a podcast, basically saying that ever since the age of sixteen to now, I believe eighteen, Ti has attended every single one of his daughter's gyno appointments, and the sole purpose well there was a consent form that had to be signed um the sole purpose was to ensure that his daughter's hymen was still intact and to me that is so fucked up it's so fucked that up. is such an invasion of privacy like, and it's it uh, it honestly disgusts me and yeah. and, and I, I, tr- I, I honestly didn't think it was real i tried to yeah, do the research i thought it was a joke and i'm just like what the fuck i and if you're so concerned then teach your daughter about safe sex yes this is what i was gonna say like i was thinking about this a lot on my way to work today for whatever reason (laughs) and i'm like okay first of all none of us have children but we know parenting 101 the more you tell your kids not to do something the more they're going to want to do it and like is the best way to tell your kid not to have sex by going to their gyno appointments and and doing what T.I. did or is it just to educate them to make like informed smart decisions and when they feel like they're ready to have sex for them to have that information they need to like have smart sex did anyone actually listen to the podcast no I don't know what podcast it was uh no I just I just podcast was a radio show I forget. Maybe it was a radio yeah. show, but I read the I read the tra- like the transcripts yeah. from oh, it. See, I didn't I actually didn't. listen to it, and it was because I, I was like maybe it was taken out of context. Nope. Surely it was taken out of context. It wasn't like he he stood by his comment and think about it. Like his publicist still hasn't come out and said anything. Mm-hmm. I think his daughter has liked a few tweets that were critical of him, mm-hmm. which is fantastic because she's probably like, yeah, this is fucked up. But also like I feel so bad for her. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So guys, if you're if you are a parent out there. Honestly, I don't have kids. I don't plan on having them. But I just want to say, just educate your kids. Yeah, they, they, like, you will be thankful. They will be thankful for it in the future. I mean, it, it's it's wild. Mike? Yeah, because I, I have two things. 
Um, sure, you may have had some kind of waiver with the doctor that you can know that information, but like, I'm sure he didn't discuss with his daughter that he was going to put on blast the entire yeah. world. Right? Absolutely. I forgot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. For sure. Yeah. The other thing too, and I'm, uh, it's maybe it's controversial. I'm going to get into like other like Canadian drama. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, let's see, the Don Cherry thing with the whole thing with the poppy. Yeah. Like, just yeah. like yeah. how my belief is that like wearing a poppy, just because you wear a poppy doesn't mean you're... No, completely representing Remembrance Day. Just because, like, your hymen or stuff, like, may be intact or not doesn't mean, like, you're a virgin or anything else. Like, it could, like... No, yeah, it, could, it could exactly. break or tear from, like, multiple different Horseback stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, think yeah. about it. Did, did... I didn't... I rode horses and I was very yeah, active when I was go. younger. So... And I had my period. So, guess what? My... When I had sex for the first time, my hymen didn't break. Yes. Um, the so and he but he even he went as far as saying she doesn't ride horses she doesn't play sports and it's just like buddy what the hell honestly uh, mine I'm broke from someone fingering me what? so oh like, my god that's not having sex <laughs> <laughs> like i i really hope i really fucking hope for the sake of the daughter um the doctor is like lying to him or something and it's just like your dad is yes. whack like i'm just gonna tell him Fuck. what he needs to hear because this is very unhealthy Anyway, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but yeah, like, yeah. At let's the not the day, give Ti any more airtime. But like, yeah, I never used to, listen to this. I used to again. love the Rubber Band <laughs> Does he still Man. Music? I used to love him, you know, <laughs> ATL baby. But no, now uh, I'm like, mm, Yuzuk. Yeah, I agree. So moving on. Wild as a Taliban, not um, in my right forty-five in the other hand. You're just gonna stop giving him. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Carly, no more. Beep no, the whole yeah. section. Up. No more Ti. <laughs> No, we're going to keep it. <laughs> um, okay. So on a not, not as controversial uh, end of the spectrum, <laughs> here is um, one of the headlines I recently read. You can now buy a sponge on a stick to clean up ex- excess, excess juices after sex. Excess. I, yeah, I struggle okay. with words, if you haven't noticed from this podcast. <laughs> I had no idea. Uh, I, I, I used to be in the special class for reading. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. You're yeah. here okay, today. So Look at you reading. Here is the end. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so proud of you, you fucking bitch. Here, Keep reading. Go, girl. Go, Lauren. It's your birthday. Here is the info, oh, my guys. Gra- my grandpa's calling me. He's so, so sweet. Well, Gramps, you gotta wait. Sorry, Papa. Um, so a company called Come and Gone um, has created these disposable sponges on a stick. That are designed for post-sex cleanup. So you insert it, twirl it to pick up any fluids, then toss it. By the way, they're working on a biodegradable option. <laughs> Good to know. Um, so this is what they're like, whoever, and it was quoted in this article from their company mm-hmm. said, and I thought this was like a funny quote. The ninja roll off the mm. bed, penguin walk to the bathroom and camp out on the toilet just wasn't fun. Gobs of toilet paper later, I still couldn't get it all out. Not to mention my sheets. That's why this was created. We're on a mission to ban the dripping forever. Like, is this something that you guys feel like you would like need in your life? Like, no, because I use condoms. Yeah, same. I'm like nobody's shooting up the club in this in this <laughs> vagina. Like, that's not happening. I don't want kids. Are you kidding? Okay. Um, and okay, but I will say, like, if that happened, um, no. Like, are we millionaires? And do you really think like a little sponge would just like be like, okay, I'm great now. Yeah. Like, that's it. No, your body is your body's built to deal with expelling like foreign objects and like fluids and bacteria. Like, let your body do its work. Like, now you're just going against evolution, stupid sponges. Also, well, I'm kind of <laughs> yeah, mad because. Weird. 
Carly, you had the whole thing with like the the tampon for the snail trail. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. basically like along these lines. Yeah, they took our idea. Yeah, Ugh. like we could have capitalized on this. <laughs> I could. I don't say we on your idea, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> we We're a business. Been, we, we all take credit. <laughs> Devastation, frustration. I forget what song that's from, but every time like something is said that I'm like, ugh, bummer. I'm like, devastation, frustration. I think it's like, I like it. Dum, ba, da, na, 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 da, da, oh, it's da, all T.I. <laughs> it sounds very, no, it sounds like, like T.I. No, it's like a rock It's like song. Alien Yams. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Papa Roach or something. I think it's... <laughs> Okay, we have to Google that shit. Okay, guys. Laura, it looks are horrifying. You, are you ready for our next headline? Yes. Yeah. Doctors warn people to stop using toothpaste to tighten your vagina. Pardon? What? <laughs> Tell me apparently, more. Apparently, there's a recent obsession with using toothpaste as a remedy for a loose badge. How does toothpaste yeah. help in so, that? I don't know, but this, <laughs> FYI, this can um, destroy the organisms meant to protect your vagina Sounds from like possible like, infection, yeah. and uh, specifically, this is huge in Nigeria. Oh. Okay, well, first of all, you shouldn't even be putting oh. soap down there. Guys, if yeah, you are- don't douche, people. Seriously, yeah. just, oh, natural. Let it be. Let your natural um, pH just work let its it magic. Be. Doctors in this article mentioned that uh, they wanted to just inform people that loose badges aren't a thing. Having a child won't make it loose. Your badge is an elastic organ mm-hmm. designed to stretch and go back. I don't know. My, some of my friends who've had kids are like, it's never been the same. <laughs> and yeah. I get that. Like, they're telling me the my truth. My friends who've also had babies have also Well, said because that. sometimes yeah. they have to, like, cut shit. Yeah. Maybe. But, like, if you don't... <laughs> but at the end of the day, toothpaste isn't going to fix it. Yeah. So no. my Nigerian you... brother and sister is like, stop. stop. Do you know what, what will? Kegels. Yes. Yes. There we go. Do some kegels, guys. I mean, do it up. Okay? Thank you. Do not put... Thank you. Next. You don't want you don't want stronger, brighter, tighter vaginas at the at Imagine the going down on someone and like toothpaste. Okay, Carly. When we were... I, I'm going to leave this next headline to you. Yeah. So it's not really a headline, but um, if you have listened to the previous episodes, I kind of, I told the world that, you know, when uh, when I'm feeling a certain kind of way, I sneeze um, before I get intimate with someone. And I asked the woman who led our workshop if she had ever heard of this before and what that could be from. And she had no idea. She, I was, I was patient zero in her eyes. She had no idea. So I did a little bit of my own research and it's called sexually induced sneezing. And this is when the person experiences sneezing as a result of sexual thoughts, arousal, intercourse, or orgasm. Sneezing occurs independent of external nasal stimuli or allergens and may occur at any point during a sexual experience. Both men and women are affected by the phenomenon. And I found multiple Reddit threads oh with God. people in my same situation. You can join, like, a support group. Right? You can uh, start a meetup. I think I might, like, sexually induce <laughs> sneezers of Toronto. Like, yeah. come come holler, bitch. <laughs> Bring your tissues. <laughs> Let's get it on. So how have you figured out this? I don't know how you've never really Googled it before. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I now I know. So we're good. Well, okay. I'm glad we know about that now, too, just in case we meet anyone that sneezes consistently before having sex. Um, Okay, so before we go, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Everything to Do with Sex show while we're on the topic of sex, because if you've been listening to this podcast, you've heard us, heard our ads, you've heard us mention it and that we're going to be there. Um, So we just want to talk a little bit more about it. 
Um, so you come and join us. But it's the weekend of November 29th. We're going to only be there the Saturday and the Sunday because we all have jobs on the Friday. <laughs> and zero vacation time. But Carly, do you want to yeah. talk a little bit about like what we'll be doing at the show? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, oh my gosh, this is such a fun time. Honestly, get your friends together and come out and visit us. Uh, we are going to be having a booth. Um, so there you can come and hang out and chit chat with us. We are going to be doing, um, we're going to be taking a look at everybody's like face, oh, Facebook Oh my god, dating <laughs> profiles. We're going to be looking at your dating profiles, offering tips and tricks. We're going to help you take some photos if you need it. Um, and we're there just to kind of hear from you guys. And we want to know kind of everybody's uh, experiences with certain uh, sex-related topics as well as relationship. Relation- relationship. <laughs> Basically what it should be called. <laughs> relationship topics. Uh, so yeah, we're going to have like a lot of polls going on there. It'll be really exciting. Uh, we also will be having prizes that we're giving away from uh, Good For Her, the amazing uh, store we where we just attended our workshop, as well as Womanizer and We Vibe. And as Laura mentioned, we're only there Saturday and Sunday. So if you can make it out then, that would be fantastic. Um, and we're also going to be hosting our very own panel discussion. Uh, and that'll be taking be taking place both Saturday and Sunday. Um, we'll be at the Taboo Kink Seminar Theater. Um, <laughs> or the Kink Theater. Like, we're like, going to be the most PG people. Like, yeah. honestly, like, <laughs> I don't know what they're going to expect. We're going to, like, show up in, like, our, like, normal, like, fucking, like, turtlenecks and, like, jeans and boots and be like, hi, guys. So <laughs> We should all show up in latex. <laughs> And then sex harness. Yeah. <laughs> Can I lose 800 pounds by fucking end of November? No. Um, I'm literally going to be wearing a duvet cover. So. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm wearing just a be in a bed. <laughs> Equally as kinky, right? Oh my God, I'm just going to wear a duvet. That's my thing now. What are, what are you wearing? I am wearing down feathers <laughs> with a hint of duck. Um, okay, just kidding. Anyway, so yeah, guys, we are we do have two panel discussions. Um, on Saturday, we are speaking at 6.45. Five and on Sunday we are uh, are conducting our little chat at four forty five. So we're super excited just to be there, experience it, and connect and network with everybody in attendance. Um. So, Kate, you guys have both been to the show before. Like, do you guys have any, like, I don't know, advice, things that you were looking forward to? What can we expect? I have no idea what to expect of a sex show. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I when my friends were like we should go I was so nervous I'm like um a sex show what are you talking about then I find out that like they had tiny tom donuts there and I'm like yeah <laughs> they've got a lot of things that don't yeah <laughs> really relate to sex like yeah so it's, balance it's, you it's, it you out tiny yeah. tom donut it's like <laughs> <laughs> you can stick your penis in there if it's really small <laughs> it's really cool and I like it because it is it is dark in there um they bring down the lights in the in the convention center so it doesn't feel like this big like warehousey mm. thing um and everything you can get is, alcohol. You, mm-hmm. I believe you can actually. Yeah, you I, can. You can get alcohol. So you, so basically, you go there, you buy some drinks, you have some food, you walk around, you, you visit the different vendors. Um, they do have stages uh, similar to ones that we're speaking on, um, holding very different seminars. Sometimes there are strip show, strip teases. Uh, I think like there, there was like the the, the Chippendales were there one year. Oh Miss God. Bum Bum's there. Got ass girls. Oh, guys, yeah. um, a contest. I'm, yeah, I'm so excited. Should I enter? Yeah. Yeah, please. You, should oh, enter. you guys are really good friends. Thank you. Um they also have a dungeon. So I we yeah, kind of talk me about, more it. about that. Yeah, so the dungeon is essentially just an area that they've curtained off from the rest of the show from the vendors and 
it's a very cool, safe space. You walk in and they have um, different setups. So you have somebody who will uh, strap you onto this board and they will whip you with like the, I think it's called like the Cad9 whips. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Um, so they'll do things like that. I've ac- I actually did that when I was wow. there a few well, years we're gonna ago. We're going to have to do that. <laughs> Lots of fun things. I mean, it's 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 kinky. The dungeon is very cool. Um, and if you have curiosity about it and you've never really seen BDSM in real life, this is an awesome opportunity to um, check it out and see if it's something that you might be into. I will say after seeing that, it kind of normalized it for me, if that makes sense. And I was like, oh, it's not such a big deal. Like, it's actually, yeah. it's a cool kink, I guess. Like, I think whatever. you just got to come to the everything <laughs> to, uh-huh. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, you got to come to the everything to do with sex show very open minded. Yeah. Just come have fun. And come check meet, it out. Come talk to us. Yeah, come meet us. And so if you want to get tickets uh, for the weekend, um, you got to go to taboshow.com and use the promo code DATEME and you'll get 25% off. You're welcome. (laughs) You are welcome because we're all poor. We know. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So we hope to see you guys there. Yeah, and definitely please, and if you are there, stop by our booth because, like I said, we have we're giving away awesome prizes from a few of the companies that we've mm-hmm. uh, worked with in the past. So both the vibrators we've talked about on this podcast will we will be giving away, and yeah. also discount codes to buy whatever kind of vibrator you want from that company. So oh my god, guys, if you haven't get the womanizer, I can't. I, a womanizer. I, I can't <laughs> talk enough about it. Okay, guys. Before we end things off, we have a segment, like always. Surprise! Surprise. <laughs> what? Um, so we wanted to play a little game of Would You Rather? But obviously, like, a sex edition, because this whole episode is very sex mm-hmm. positive. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So, who wants so. to go first? Yeah. Who wants to go first? Um, Asal. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the, you're going to say it, and then we'll go... Mike, this way? Yeah, so I planned that one beautifully. (laughs) Okay, perfect. Okay, so my first would you rather is, would you rather have sex with... (laughs) Sorry, I need to start that over again. (laughs) Would you rather have sex with a corpse once or never have sex again? Never have sex again. I think never. I would never have sex again. I would also never have sex again. (laughs) (laughs) Glad we can all still be friends. Okay, my second one is, would you rather have horrible sex with your celebrity crush or amazing sex with someone you've embarrassed yourself in front of before? Oh, someone I've embarrassed myself in front of before. Yeah. Say it again. So would you rather have horrible sex with your celebrity crush Mm -hmm. or amazing sex with someone you've embarrassed yourself in front of? Lauren? I think horrible with celebrity crush because I could still say I had sex with that celebrity. Like, let's be honest. It's not like they're going to go around town bragging about having sex with a rando. Carly? I thought that's what you said. And it's hard for me because I love Chris Evans, as you know, and like Mm. I think about him. Like, I just can't imagine having horrible sex with him. Um, But it would be if you did. But it would be. Yeah. You know what, though? I'd probably still do it. No. Yeah, I would still <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah, just to do it. I would also have horrible sex Only be- with my celebrity crush. Because if I've already embarrassed myself in front of this person and had amazing sex, it doesn't matter. I've still embarrassed myself. And the thing is, it might not be bad sex on my part. It could be bad sex on their part. So the context wasn't clear. Yeah, but the good sex can turn the embarrassment. Like, the embarrassment's nothing at the end. 
I would. I'm Chris s- Evans is always going to know that you're crappy at sex. Um, who's to say that we're only having sex once? First of all, <laughs> every time. And who's to say he wasn't the one having being the crappy one? Maybe he sure. sucks. Sure, exactly. But yeah. it's going to be crappy at time. All I know is me and Demi Lovato are hooking up. I'm going to knock her world away. That's it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right, we get it, Mike. <laughs> okay. Should I go next? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, would you rather have group sex with all strangers or with all your exes? Say that one more time. Group sex with a bunch of strangers or group mm-hmm. sex with a bunch of your exes? Strangers. Uh, strangers. 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 Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Would you rather suck at four, foreplay or suck at sex? Oh, I'd rather suck at uh, foreplay. Um, suck at foreplay, yeah. Suck at foreplay. Suck at foreplay. Only yeah. because... I'm a girl, and Weird. I feel. But if a guy, if a guy sucked up foreplay, yeah. I'd be pissed. Like I need foreplay. Yeah. <laughs> well, because too. I can't get it off work the out. Sex, yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, Carly. Okay, God, what is this like? Carly popularity hour? Like I've had like two phone calls in the last five minutes. <laughs> Guys, I have a life. Okay. Um, they're my grandpa, my sister, so I'm not that popular. <laughs> Probably just want something from me. Okay, guys. <laughs> Would you rather? Have sex only with the person. Sorry. Would you rather only have? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you just made my death. <laughs> you know the pain I go through, but go ahead. It's okay. You love me. Okay. Would you rather have sex only with the first person you did it with or have sex only with the person you last did it with? I don't even know. I'd have sex with the last person. Well, yeah, because you're yeah. in a relationship. So, Bobby. <laughs> last person. Sure. Real. Okay. The last person, because the first one was so bad. But you might care about that. Well, we all know our, like, origin Yeah, the last stories. person wasn't a bad person. Like, yeah. I would do it with them, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? <laughs> Honestly, the first person I had sex mm-hmm. with versus the last person. Yeah. Honest, and it, that's crazy to say because this no, is, like, not. me in high school. Mm-hmm. But straight up, like, it was just... I don't know. There's just something about it. Well, that's the thing. It's the last person I had sex with was like a fucking asshole or something. I would have mm. said my first, but the last yeah. one was just like a nice guy. There you go. So okay. And would you rather give up sex for a year or give up masturbation for a year? I'd give up masturbation for a year because I wouldn't want my partner to not have sex for a year. You know what I mean? Wow, must be nice, Mike. <laughs> uh, I would give up sex for a year. Honestly, I think I would give up sex to be just because I uh, feel like there's a better chance of be having an orgasm with more yeah. <laughs> masturbation. Yeah, I so, can survive. I can survive. With yeah, the like I'm like yeah. I don't know, like and and I could yeah, I could go a year with mediocre sex or like actually have an orgasm in a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I've it's, it's, I've done it before, <laughs> so saying, why yeah. don't we do it again? Um, uh, yeah, no, I would definitely give up sex uh, versus masturbation. But once again, I'm not with a partner, so it, yeah, yeah, it's 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 different, and I'm not I'm not out on the town like catching all the G's. So there you go. Me neither, girlfriend. Okay. All right, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap, wrap it up. up. Wrap like it up like it's your dick. <laughs> we are on the same page. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please rate and review and send us DMs. And come visit us at the sex show.
See yes. you there. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, don't forget to follow us on social media at Somebody Date Us and make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode.